MC Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the SMC Podcast. Today on the line, we have John Clark, the lead pastor over at uh, Crossroads on, I always say Crossroads on 23 because, isn't that the webpage or something? It is, yeah. The name of the church is Crossroads Community Church. Yeah, okay. So it, now you've got the webpage already, but we're also talking with uh, Jennifer Hugie, uh, who's the exec- executive assistant. So you guys have both uh, helped start a new kind of church plant of sorts, and we just kind of wanted to jump in and get the details on this as we're looking to multiply across the conference. It'd be cool to hear the way in which you guys are doing it. So where does this this whole journey start? Yeah, it starts initially about seven years ago where uh, we cast a vision for multiple campuses at Crossroads. And uh, and then we got word of an idea about microsites. And we thought, okay, before we branch out into a full-blown campus, uh, let's just get our feet wet with microsites. And so we just started working on that. We announced it to the church family sometime in the spring. And since the middle of June, it's been pedaled to the metal. Pedaled to the metal. So uh, as you guys have gotten on this, you know, uh, we've learned throughout the years that churches, when we're trying to do big new things or trying to turn around or anything like that, sometimes there's resistance or it takes a little time to get on it. How, how's it gone for you guys and in, in that side of things? Uh, we, did, we have not had any resistance at all. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, we have had like over the top enthusiasm for it, but we have uh, had resistance because uh, we've been communicating this for quite some time and, uh, and financially it was very feasible. Uh, had it, uh, had it been very financially unfeasible, we probably would have a lot more pushback. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm always curious to hear that side of things because, uh, you know, it sometimes seems like when things are presented well and you've been pushing it for a while, it you it can move pretty smoothly. And other times there's a lot of upheaval. So that's cool to hear. Uh, so microsites and uh, different kinds of ways of doing churches always look a little different. Um, what does this one look like in comparison to your usual flow at Crossroads? Well, uh, what we do in, in the microsite, uh, microsite is kind of a missional group of 10 to uh, 80 people, and uh, you can hold a microsite in a bar, a cafe, a gym. Uh, presently, we're our microsite in a hotel. And, um, and what we do is uh, the pure model of a microsite is that it's predominantly video driven. Uh, but with what we are presently doing, since this is our very first one, uh, we are predominantly having live worship and live teaching. And then we offer people the opportunity for uh, growth groups and, uh, you know, to get baptized, next step, serving, uh, those kinds of things as well. So it's it's just kind of a, 
it's a micro church, really, uh, is the way to describe it. Gotcha. So was its original intention to be more like a satellite church with like video feeds in and then it switched over to this or? Yeah, originally we wanted permanent campuses and I, and you know, with our vision, we want to uh, multiply disciples, leaders, groups, sites, campuses, and churches. So uh, we see this as uh, getting our feet wet as a baby step toward either a full campus, permanent campus, or a permanent church plant. And this, uh, just remind me again, I think you might have even said already, this meets inside of, uh, is it a hotel? We do. We meet inside of a hotel uh, in Sylvania, Ohio. And uh, our gathering is about an hour long, and we meet in the evening at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Nice. And Jennifer, have you been at, uh, I know we've got you on the phone because you've probably carried uh, quite a bit of weight with this. What's kind of been your role with this? Um, Well, I have um, been support person to uh, the lead pastor as well as a part of our planning committee. Our planning committee began meeting in the early spring, and we would meet weekly and work on finding the site, planning out what it would look like, picking a day, uh, and things like that. So I have been um, a part of that uh, planning from the beginning. Cool. You've been running this for how long now? Four weeks. Four weeks. So that's still very early on. Uh, do you have any like fresh stories from those four weeks, though, that really stand out to you as just kind of things that pop out that you like to share? Well, I'd like to share that um, the uh, front desk woman at the hotel, she, um, the first night we were there, she was in tears. She works a very late shift, and she's unable to go to church on Sunday morning. And she has prayed for a long time. Um, she is a believer that um, she would be able to do something like that. And she feels like God has blessed her and brought the church to her. Uh, and on, to add to that story is she has a uh, son who is, um, has been struggling, and she just felt like this would be an answer for him. And she invited him that very first night. We've been praying for her son the last few weeks, and last night was uh, he came for the first time, so that was really exciting. I think one of the things that that really excites me about what is happening is every week we have guests. And uh, and so last night, we were just over the top with guests. Like, for example, uh, we set up originally to start this microsite with a core of 30 people who said that they would be there on Wednesday nights and that they would invite, they would serve, they would practice radical hospitality for six months. And we started with 30, we still have 30, but we knew that life happens. And so on a typical night, uh, we knew we would have about 20 core people there. Well, last night we had 20 core people and we had uh, 54 people in attendance. So we had 34 uh, guests. Now, some of those have a loose connection to Crossroads. So we're, we're trying to discern what are our kind of disenfranchised Crossroads people and what are the people who are just showing up for the first time at a Crossroads worship gathering. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh, if, if we can continue to have guests every week, 
We're developing a culture of inviting. We keep uh, casting this vision to the core. We're developing a culture of invites, hospitality, and serving. And uh, there's a reason why we put invites first, because that's probably the most difficult uh, piece of the culture. And I, I'm just blown away about how our people are inviting uh, their friends, their relatives, their work associates to a different kind of worship experience on a different night in a different setting. And uh, I just give thanks to Jesus for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a huge amount in your first few weeks. Um, I'm curious, uh, regardless of whether they're Ben Park Crossroads or not, um, how, uh, how have you guys gotten word? You say you've been inviting, how have you gotten those invites out to people? Um, is it primarily like person to person or do you have like a big advertising campaign or, uh, maybe a mix, something else? Yeah, it's, it's a mix of several things. We, uh, we did a direct mail to 7,000 families. Uh, we also have been investing in Sylvania for the last two years. So we're a big part of the Sylvania Fall Fest. This year we are the Grand Marshals of the Parade. We've joined the Sylvania uh, Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we've done serving pro- projects in Sylvania. I'm on a local board in Sylvania that, uh, with the goal of keeping kids off drugs and alcohol. Uh, we do our staff meetings in Sylvania. My point is that we have been investing in Sylvania two years before we went public with a gathering. So we do, we do direct mail. We've been investing in the community. And uh, at the Sylvania Fall Fest, we handed out hundreds of, uh, of uh, invites to this uh, different kind of church experience. And uh, as is true of all church gatherings, the best, the best by far way to grow it is through personal invites. And so that's what we're banking on. The other stuff is just supplements. It's that one-on-one, hey, would you join me tonight, 7 o'clock, Wednesday, Wingate Hotel, a service lasts uh, just under an hour, and uh, I think you enjoy the community. Yeah, here's one of the things that uh, just really, really excites me. So uh, one of my neighbors, uh, I've been at Crossroads now for a little over seven years, and I've been building bridges to my neighbor for seven years. And uh, finally, uh, I was able to get him to join me in my growth group, which meets in a restaurant. He came to Faith in Christ. He and his wife are a part of this core, and he's just inviting people like crazy mm-hmm. to this microsite. And I was just thinking this morning, I think he's got a spiritual gift of evangelism. Uh, and intuitively, he knows just the right buttons to push, not to push too hard, et cetera. So it's, it's pretty crazy uh, to see what's going on there and uh, with him and with others. Mm-hmm. But invites, invites, invites are the key. Yeah, we personally everybody each week uh, with their program as as they come in. They're given their program and attached to their program is a personal invite card that they can take with them and have that tangible in their hand to give to somebody, uh, be it a neighbor, somebody they meet randomly on the street, maybe a friend or a family member. So we're trying to um, help, you know, encourage and make that easy for people to, to invite. Yeah. 
yeah, it sounds like you guys got a good level of kind of hospitality, welcoming going on here. That that seems to be key to this. I I think too what you were saying with the, uh, you know, you didn't like I've had in uh, my own city in Jackson. I've had churches move into Jackson and like they're not from around here. And they're telling us what our area is like and how we can be better and join this and whatnot. I'm always like, you know, like, I don't know if you really know my neighborhood. It feels like you're coming in from outside and and telling me what it's like when we live here. But I really love that, you know, you didn't just move into town. You had already been present there, already kind of building in the background. I think that does speak volumes to a community. So that's that's a cool tip to take away there. Yeah. And it, it's really interesting. I, I mean, like I, I just talked to the Chamber of Commerce director last Monday, and she's just amazed at our involvement, uh, like in Fall Fest, and just went over the top about our church and how we're involved in the community. And uh, so, you know, one, one of the one of the best ways I think you reach a community community is if a community learns that you really care about them, that you love them, that, that, that you're interested, uh, not just not in building a church, but you're interested in the kingdom of God and helping to establish the love, joy, peace of Jesus in the community. Yeah, we have known for what we're for, and we want to be known that we are for you and for our community. We're in Ottawa Lake, but Sylvania is in our backyard. And so we just really felt like that was a great place to start and, and to uh, focus on. And we're really excited uh, moving forward to see, you know, where God will lead us next. So one of the things we've done, Jamin, uh, that uh, I think is going to work out well, is from the very beginning of the microsite, we've been casting a vision to multiply it. Okay. So two out of the four meetings that we have had already, we've already talked about multiplying. And uh, and so we're going to start a microsite in Dundee, this one in Michigan, uh, 15 miles north of us. Uh, and that's going to start around Easter. And, um, and so our children's pastor, who's going to head up the Dundee microsite, has been heavily involved in our planning for Sylvania. He attends the Wednesday night gatherings. He serves once in a while as the MC spot person. And uh, he's got his first planning team meeting for Dundee uh, starting, uh, I think it's in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in two weeks. So, so uh, we're going to, we're going to multiply out of Sylvania. Uh, we're going to go to Dundee, but, Close to Sylvania is West Toledo and Maumee, and the Sylvania microsite will multiply to, to one of those communities. Yeah, I was just going to say that I think that that shows right there something we've been learning at a lot of conference meetings throughout the last uh, three years or so is a lot of times when we're starting, it seems like imagining another plant's just going to be too much work and it's going to bog us down. And now we've got to take care of maybe more debt and more. Uh, keeping things running, whereas you guys are already showing just as you started that it's actually adding momentum to what you're doing and making more stuff uh, feasible rather than difficult. Is that kind of what you're finding? Uh, absolutely. Like, you know, we have a budget for the microsite for a year at $26,000. Okay. 
so if if we were to do a, a full blown campus, my guess, my gut would say minimally uh, it would be a hundred hundred twenty five thousand dollars. So we can we could do a microsite with the staff that we have for twenty six thousand dollars. And um, just to give a plug to the Southern Michigan Conference here. So what we did is we put $2,500 for the microsite this year, 2019, uh, into our budget. And uh, then we had conversations with some of the business people in the congregation and brought that up to $13,000. And um, and then we went to uh, Southern Michigan Conference and said, here's our vision. Here's what we want to do. Uh, we have $13,000 raised. Would you be willing to match that? And the conference said, yeah, you know, enthusiastically, yeah. And and so I just want to give kudos to, you know, Bruce and Dustin and uh, our conference to partner with us in this. Uh, because, you know, we could do it without it, maybe. I Maybe we could, I don't know. Uh, but it sure is nice to know that the conference is partnering with us. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, just to everyone else listening, those matching grants are still available too and open to all of our churches. So as you start working on new plants, uh, just reach out to Mission Igniter with Dustin or um, Superintendent. They'll lead you to the right place to see if they can do some matching with you as well. One of the things we've tried to do is to make this first microsite replicable. So, for example, Jen has been keeping uh, copious records of everything we have done. And we put that using the Basecamp software. And so that, like, for example, when Dundee starts, they're not starting from square one. Uh, I mean, we've, we've got the plan book all written. It's, it's not in cement. It's not like the Bible. It's not the canon. Uh, but at least there's something that they're going to be able to go on. And with each microsite plant, we will just improve the playbook and make it easier for the next one. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the beauty of the microsite model is that you do not need a paid staff person to do this. Uh, Now, presently, I'm up to my ears in in this microsite uh, because I'm very jealous about the DNA. I want the DNA to be right. But every week, Jen and I are asking the question, what can we give away? What can we give it away? What can we do to take this away from ourselves? Uh, Because our vision is that laypersons will plant these microsites, Mm -hmm. some of which be almost totally video-driven. And and somebody wants to plant a microsite uh, at their place of employment, at their favorite restaurant, favorite cafe, favorite gym, whatever, uh, we can do this easily and uh, it's cost effective. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's uh, it's one of the things I was going to ask. Currently, you said you have about 30 volunteers at uh, your latest micro church. Um, and you use staff that you already have to staff it, if I've been hearing right. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, so I am. Sta- I am kind of the lead guy on this church plant. Uh, 
I'm eager to handle that handle hand that ball over to my astute <laughs> assistant Jen here uh, because I think she has some apostolic yes. And um, so it, it's more uh, it, it's more staff involvement than the ideal. I just want to say that. Uh, and the excuse we're using for that is we're trying to establish the right DNA. And uh, so we're jealous for that. And, you know, I will, uh, I'll back out of the Sylvania microsite. I'll probably have my hands in the West Toledo microsite or the Mummies microsite and hand the ball over to somebody else uh, in Sylvania, even though I live in Sylvania. <laughs> so with the, uh, with having uh, like a worship band and things like that, do you find that's a lot of the worship band you already have that's now playing twice a week, or are you finding other people um, who are able to take this on? I'm just trying to think like volunteer-wise, are even like uh, people who are volunteering on Sunday also uh, doing more on other weeks? Or I, I imagine like eventually you have like you know different teams at all these different places. I'm just curious. As people are thinking through starting their own micro church, like what volunteers would be expected to do? Well, sure. We definitely are aware of burnout. We don't want people stretched too thin. Um, one of our first, let me just address the uh, worship uh, here at Crossroads Sylvania at our micro site. Uh, we decided uh, in the beginning that we would have someone come in and do live worship. We have one person. Um, who um, is uh, contracted with us, and he plays acoustic guitar and is leading us in worship wonderfully. So um, he suits the, the site and the group and fits in very well with the core team. And so we're really excited to work with him at that site. Uh, future sites may do video worship. They may choose to go that same route of having one worship leader live lead worship. Uh, that will be up to each site individually. That's the beauty of it. It's, it's you know, what is going to work for your location and your team. We have some people on our core team who serve, uh, who are involved on Sunday mornings, um, but we have people who were not engaged at all uh, at the Ottawa Lake location who are a part of this core team who are now serving and present and inviting week from week. And so it's really uh, beautiful to see new people getting engaged and, um, and sacrificing their time and serving uh, for this mission and, and what we're doing. So that's, you know, that's how we're working with that. Yeah, you know, as long as uh, we are in the microsite uh, emphasis of our vision, uh, microsites at most will have one worship leader and not a band. Again, what we're trying to do is to make it easily replicable and as low maintenance as, as possible. And so we try to keep everything as simple, simple, simple as possible including set up, tear down, uh, our service, uh, our gathering is very, very simple, uh, informal. And so we're not going for production. We're going for 
kind of a more intimate kind of experience. Uh, like last night I preached and I lost my place. I, I can't, I can't ever tell you the last time I lost my place in the sermon. Uh, but I lost my place <laughs> and, uh, and for whatever reason, they loved it. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, freaking out a little bit, even though I'm a better preacher, but, uh, my perfectionism was coming out there. So, so we're, we're just so committed with this model with our equipment and our volunteers and our service to keep it simple, simple, simple. Yeah, we definitely about the relationships and not the production. And when we say it's a different church experience, it really truly is. Um, John is preaching and sharing the message. However, it's more on an interactive type uh, stage. So, uh, you know, we're asking people questions. We're getting people communicating and talking. And um, so it's, it's um, you know, it, it is really truly a, a different feel. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious because, you know, a lot of times when you're thinking of starting something new, you have a certain pot of like volunteers or maybe you have a lot of volunteers, but only a few who are gifted at a certain thing. And you're trying to think like, man, am I about to ask them to do another site or maybe two more sites or how that all works out? So it's cool to hear that, you know, you guys have already thought like the model kind of uh, um, working to already address some of those kinds of concerns. So, yeah. Well, you know, we're excited about what's happening, but you know, another thing, just keep in mind, we just had four gatherings. <laughs> so, <laughs> you might, you might call back in a year and we'll say, eh, <laughs> I don't know. But, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think this thing's going to fly. Oh yeah. And, uh, the success will be not whether we did well in Sylvania, but how much have we multiplied it? Yeah, and sometimes you got to take a risk, too, I think, even in just acknowledging that, you know, a lot of our churches might be thinking, we want to do this, but in a year, what if it fails? And I, I think the conference, to some extent, is trying to say, go ahead and, and fail, you know, like, just just try, just work on these things, you'll learn a lot from it, and we'll uh, uh, see where it continues to lead. So I think that's that's encouraging, too. But yeah, it sounds like you guys are off to a pretty good start, honestly, with what you've shared. <laughs> Thank you. We we feel really blessed. Uh, we feel God's uh, presence and help in this. And um, you know, another another takeaway that might encourage some churches is we are getting more people engaged in ministry by doing this. Now, you know, of course, every church has their all star volunteers that you know, go the second and third mile. And we have some of those at the uh, microsite. But we're seeing people engaged that have never been engaged. We're seeing new people getting engaged for the first time. Mm-hmm. And and really, is there any better way to assimilate new people or get people excited about your church than by engaging them? And uh, so that's one of the, beautiful takeaways that we're seeing as well. And I'm, I'm just very, very exciting. Like today we had two volunteers come into the office. Both are microsite volunteers and they're getting everything ready for next Wednesday's meeting. Both of which have not been involved in a ministry here at Crossroads. One is new and one has been at Crossroads. I think probably for 12 years. Mm-hmm. 
And this is the first ministry engagement. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, that's awesome. I know we've seen that too in just like when we were making big switches at our church, I was like, okay, anyone who doesn't want to get involved is is going to leave and take off now. And instead, what it did was it woke everyone up and having more to do actually got them more involved. I was surprised to see that kind of like what you were just uh, uh, saying. And it wasn't like a, now there's more to do, now I'm going to burn out. It was more like, now there's more to do. I almost want to get involved for uh, doing more doing things that I never thought of doing before. So it's cool how that, that kind of works in a way that you don't expect. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we, we have this core of 30 people and, and the vision we're just casting is, you know, we want to flip Sylvania with the love and joy and peace of Jesus. And then we just say, what if it would just start in this little community of 30 people? That happens. And you see some light bulbs turn on. Some, that doesn't affect any, and, you know, they don't get enthused about that. But for others, like my neighbor, when I say that, his light, his eyes light up. And, um, and, and so you're, you're not just involving people, you're engaging them in the mission of Jesus. And they're daring to dream that maybe they can make an impact in their community. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just so exciting. Is. Well, I know we've covered, uh, I think, a lot of this. I think uh, if the conference, if anyone was reading through Conference Chronicles recently, saw little blips about this, but you wanted to learn more, I think you've caught a good wind of it at this point. But uh, before I let you go, do you guys have any closing comments or anything I didn't hit on that you'd like to uh, get into really quick? I, I would just say uh, thanks, Damon, for reaching out to us and you know, we're just in the very beginning and we're learning as we go. And I just want to say also that we're very thankful for our conference that partnered with us on that and has really put gas on the fire and said, you know, go, just, just do this thing. And, um, I'm very thankful. We are very thankful for our conference's uh, participation in this. Yes. Thank you. Well, uh, it's, you've been listening to our interview with Crossroads on their new campus. We've been talking to John and Jennifer on this. And, uh, guys, we really appreciate what you're doing. We're excited to see where it goes. And when we check back in a year to hear uh, all the new things that you've learned and all these other plants that will be going on, uh, it'll just be cool to see where you guys are at at that point. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. SMC Podcast.